Hello and welcome to Ofric. My name's Allie. And my name's Lara. And Allie, we survived our first ever California hurricane here. Oh my god. We did okay, it, it was guys. A tropical storm. It wasn't even that for me. It rained heavily one like night for like a couple hours and that was it. I'm I mean for us it rained heavily for like a night and day and that was it. That's really shocking because I literally just had that one night and the next day was, it was clear. Mm-hmm. It was all clear skies. But anyways, there's a reason I brought up the weather. It's not because I like making small talk. I pinky promise you on that one. Um, so I want to bring up another weird weather phenomena. Phenomena? Yeah. <laughs> phenomena. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of it, but like there are cases where like, Fish or frogs are reported to be like raining down from the sky. Yes. So technically, they're not actually doing that. They're not actually raining down from the sky, like from a rain cloud or whatever. Isn't it that, you know how the rain clouds come from the ocean? Okay. Keep going on. Okay. Am I totally wrong about that? No, keep going on. Okay. I thought clouds were formed from large bodies of water because the water from the from the ocean is going up into the sky. Or like maybe I, could, I guess it could come from a lake too. So the water is like going up into the sky, forming a cloud. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes the little animals get sucked up too. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it would work for anything that's, um, I guess, small, like weighs less than the water droplet. Yes. So like anything that's a super small organism, I guess would get sucked up that way. Okay. Um, but when we're talking about like, fish or frogs unless they're in pieces um they're not going to get sucked up like that what really happens is that usually the animals are going to get swept up with a tornado while it's uh, raining or a water spout um so basically they get carried from the water upwards by like wind and then it goes up and then it has to come back down and that's how you get like reported cases of frogs like um coming down from the sky okay but anyways we're not even talking about frogs today but am i right about how clouds are formed yes okay water <laughs> gets sucked up into the air aka it evaporates okay that's the word I was <laughs> it gets formed I was into like the cloud and then falls from the like sky again okay. once it gets too heavy or whatever okay i think i took a basic like meteorology class in elementary school which again i there are things that i tell people and they're like why were they teaching you that in elementary school well, i know in elementary school we saw the diagram of the water cycle mm-hmm. and then you see the ocean and then the cloud that's what yeah. i remember is the ocean diagram and the clouds over it and there's like and a little it, cycle yeah, the circle going around yeah i mean you had the gist of it you don't have the technical terms which is yeah. fine because <laughs> I don't remember them. And then you're like, throw that all out the window. We're not talking about it today. <laughs> yeah, basic. I mean, it relates to it a little bit. But today we're going to be talking about the Oakville blobs that rained down in Oakville, Washington. Oakville? Yes. Blobs. Oakville blob. Blobs. Plural. So let's get a quick rundown of what's, uh, what's going to happen. So... Oakville is a small town in Washington. Um, on August 7th, 1994, they were experiencing normal downpour of rain, a normal downpour of rain um, early that morning. But 
this rain was very different from what they were used to experiencing. Residents started to report that a gloopy, translucent blob or blobs were falling from the sky. And these blobs weren't anything big. They're basically the size of like a single grain of rice. So again, like the size of a water droplet. And all you can think about is like, imagine if you were outside when it started coming down and you're getting hit with like jello, basically, like droplets of jello. That's gross. I know. And that's kind of what happened to David Lacey, except he was in his car. He's a police officer for the town. And he kept seeing these little globs hit his windshield while he was on patrol at 3 a.m. He also said that it looked like jello coming down from the sky. Well, imagine, okay, imagine you turn on your windshield and it just, like, smears all over. And that's exactly what happened to him, too. Aww. He turned on his windshield wipers and it just started smearing the globs, like, all across his windshield to the point where he really couldn't see out of it. Yeah. So you're 100% correct on, like, okay, you think it's rain and then you start smearing it everywhere on your car. And then you can't drive. Nope. <laughs> Another resident, um, her name is Dottie Hearn, described the blobs as looking like hail laying on top of a wood box and everywhere else. Of course, it wasn't melting like normal hail would by the time she was up and by the time like the sun was starting to rise. So she knew it wasn't that. So anyways, a whole bunch of residents started to kind of like report the exact same thing. Just seeing these little blobs like strewn throughout their yards, on their cars, all over their buildings. Really gross, weird stuff. And they're obviously going and inspecting these things too, because like, what the hell is this? And this rain wouldn't just happen this one time. Over the next three weeks, there were six separate occasions that residents reported that the rain, um, the raining blobs were over, um, were raining over Oakville. It was something like a 20 square mile radius that they were they were uh, falling on. Also, the other thing that I was thinking about when like I was researching this is, okay, I get really annoyed when it's like mildly frosty outside. And I'm sure people in Washington probably have worse weather or colder weather. So they probably had to, like, defrost their car's windshields, maybe, like, scrape off a little bit of, like, ice or whatever from their windshields. Now, imagine that's goo. Imagine trying to scrape that off. You're already, like, trying to rush out the door to, like, go to work or whatever, a.k.a. my whole life. Um, and you go out there and you're thinking, like, oh, it just rained. There's, these are just water droplets. You go to scrape it, it's goo. Well, I'm just thinking, like, because, like, rain, like, water, you pour more water on it, it just becomes, like, a puddle, right? It just all Mm -hmm. comes together. Does the glob, like, mesh melt together and, like, become one big glob, or is it just, like, a bunch of little globs around it? It's just a whole bunch of little globs around it. They're not going to, like, they're going to stick a little bit to each other, but they're not going to, like, form into, like, one big puddle like you would with water. So does it look like Dippin' Dots, where they're just, like, individual little... Have you ever seen, like... um, Or Orbeez? I would say it's closer to, like, Orbeez, but, like, when you tear them open, you know, they're, like, kind of, like, it's... 
messy, it's sticky, and then it's like got kind of weird, like soft, jagged edges. Yeah. That's the best way I can describe it. Think of that. Okay, but I mean, that's annoying. But the worst part about the blobs raining down is that people were beginning to get sick from it, or at least they thought they were getting sick from it. We'll touch on that later. Um, the kind of illnesses that the residents would start to develop, it would rapidly um, begin on essentially the same day that they would interact with the blobs. So if they wanted to go touch it later that day, they would usually feel symptoms of dizziness and nausea. Um, sometimes it was just the very next morning, but it was a pretty fast like sickness that was uh, affecting a lot of the town. Well. It would be hard to avoid it because, like... It's raining down it's everywhere. Raining it's touching everywhere. everything. Unless you stay inside all day, but... True. Or you just go out when it's not raining down. Yeah, then, you, like, wait until it stops yeah. and then go outside. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's like, if it rains down, like, your car, you still have to try to open the car door. I was thinking, like, what if you're wearing, like, either latex gloves or just, like, cloth That's gloves? True. You you might still stand a chance against it. That's true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the residents reported developing flu-like symptoms from contact or just being in close proximity of the blobs. So again, even just trying to like put on gloves or trying to stay away, away from it as much as possible, it seemed like people were still getting pretty sick from it. Um, and then as a side note, wildlife in the area also were being uh, linked to the blobs, uh, specifically that there were a lot of animal deaths around the time that the blob started appearing. Well, there's a couple people that ha- um, have record- reported cases of that. So, the officer that we talked about, David Lacey, he described getting violently sick and having difficulty breathing. Another resident, Beverly Roberts, was curious about the blobs and got close enough to observe them, so she actually like grab some i believe she had gloves on she would develop severe vertigo which prompted a hospital visit that revealed that she had contracted an upper respiratory infection as well as an ear infection beverly also reported that she knew of 12 animals that had died since the blobs appeared um and when she went to go collect that sample she noted that there was a dead frog and a, ra- a raven a few feet away. Dottie, we talked about her really briefly. She had also come into contact with the blobs. She, uh, she was having a lot of difficulty breathing and did eventually collapse. Um, with that, her daughter took her to the hospital So Dottie was hospitalized for like three days. Um, She was also experiencing dizziness and nausea, and she was also found to have an ear infection. I think you had something to say? No, I was just going to say, I'm going to make a blooper reel of all your little... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all the little noises you make when you're like trying to find the words. Oh my God. Please don't. (laughs) I'm going to do it. There's going to be so many. Um. Also, as a side note, um, Dottie and her daughter, her daughter's name is Sunny, reported that they had found a kitten uh, on their farm, and it seemed that it had collapsed and died from um, 
possibly eating the goo as well. Did anyone, human-wise, because I know animals get curious and they're like, oh, what this? Yeah, they're like babies. They'll just use their mouth to like test something, right? Yeah, but did anyone first see it and go out and like, you know how some people or some kids, especially their first instinct is to go outside and like catch rain in their mouth? Oh, yeah. I wonder if anybody did that. They're like, what is this? I'm going to be real here, dog. I've never had the urge to do that. Never? No. Never. Never. I did it as a kid. Oh. And then someone told me rain was dirty and I never did it again. I think I was told that early on and that's why I never did it. I mean, I don't mind it like hitting like my body, I guess. So I guess I don't have that much of a problem, but I just don't want it in my mouth. <laughs> Anyways, Dottie, she gets hospitalized. She fully believed that her getting sick was related to the goo, but her doctor also didn't think that that was the reason why. She thought it was just her ear infection. Like, how could a goo give you an ear infection? Um, regardless, though, he's, her doctor still allowed the goo to be tested at that hospital that she was at. And they found that it had human white blood cells in it. We're going to put a pin in that. Just going to put a pin in it. So anyways, let's talk about Sunny a little bit. So Sunny suspected that there was a connection between the raining blobs and how her mother, her mother fell sick um, after getting in contact with it. So she sent a sample of the blobs to the Hazardous material unit at the Department of Ecology of Washington State. Sounds official, right? It is official. There, microbiologist Mike McDowell was the one that was going to be testing the samples, and he specifically found that there were two species of bacteria in the Oakville blobs. So one was, oh lord, I'm not good at scientific names, Pseudomonas fluorescence which is a bacteria that is found in, I believe, soil, water, um, and on the skin of plants and animals. It's not known to be specifically all toxic. Um, Strains of it aren't known to be uh, toxic to humans, uh, but there are certain strains that could be. He was not able to determine whether it was one that would cause a a person to fall ill under um, or not. He just knew it was that bacteria. The other one was Enterobacter coica, and this is one that's found in um, the intestines, a bacteria that's found in the intestines. Okay. You have have something to say? No, it's just like, it's just okay. What? I just said okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, this bacteria... It is found in nature, and it could potentially have a pathogen, be a pathogen, I'm sorry. So, But again, they can't determine whether it was or wasn't dangerous to a person or not, or cause them to get ill. And you know how I keep saying, like, Mike McDowell wasn't able to test it anymore to see exactly what it was? Did the government... uh, uh, uh were you about to say abduct it? <laughs> no, I wasn't say abduct it, but no. 
I meant confiscate his research. Potentially. So, uh, before Mike could do any further testing, the sample just disappeared from the lab. Like it magically, like he was in the lab and it disappeared or like he stepped out and came back and it was all gone. I'm not 100% sure. Also, those seem like very similar like scenarios, but I'm, I'm guessing the sample was in the lab. Maybe he went home for the day, came back, and then it was gone the next morning. Regardless, uh, if he tried to kind of push to see if anybody knew about what was happening with that, he would just be told, drop it. Like, don't ask any more questions. He couldn't just go outside and get more samples? Huh? Um, I believe at this point, it, the brain blobs had stopped already. So all those six different cases done over with and he was just he would just have to wait for somebody to send him a sample if he needed more yeah but anyways he doesn't have a sample anymore he can't do any more tests he's being told like hey just don't worry about that on the other hand beverly remember her she also sent a sample to mike osweiler of the department of ecology he noted that samples contained a number of cells of various sizes and they came from a once living creature. And both of these scientists um, tests both were in contrast to the hospital's finding. However, Osweiler stated that the samples hadn't been observed to have human white blood cells because the cells present, the cells present had no nuclei, which Nuclei, nuclei are found in human cells. So he was finding something completely different from when the hospital had. And it seems like it was still a little bit different from what um, McDowell had. On top of that, he's also seeing a whole bunch of different organisms of weird different sizes. So he's seeing more than just the two that um, McDowell had. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, what if little animals were sucked up and mm-hmm. turned into blobs? in the air it's possible but i don't know how that scientifically would happen well let's let's talk about it a little bit first i want to talk to you about um reported substances that have a very similar appearance to what the blobs in oakville um were so this is called star jelly these have been reported since i believe the 14th century they go by star jelly, astral jelly, astromoxin, and it's named after the legend that this is a substance that falls from the sky during a meteor shower, but there is no actual reported and confirmed um, origin for the star jelly. So no one knows exactly where it comes from. They just see it land places. They just accept its existence and don't question it. It's like somebody just sprayed KY jelly all over a field after a meteor shower. So gross. I mean, it's definitely not the same stuff. I, I don't know if you looked up what it, um, I mean, I did blobs. look it up what it, like, because I wanted to see a picture of the, 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 blobs. the blobs. I did see star jelly as a slang term for, ew, that looks gross. I mean, it, to me, it looks like kind of, um, the inside of like a, I don't, those cooling pillows. No, this looks like, oh, I had a really good picture of it. This looks like chia seeds. When you put chia seeds in water. I prefer not to look at they, chia seeds in water. 
And they get all gross. I think I know you, what you mean. Like that, like the thick, viscous, like yeah, slime around the seeds. Like slime, slimy. Yeah. And then when they're together, they don't really like. They I'm going to have to look at a picture individual. of this again because I don't know what it looks like. I really don't want to because I avoid chia seeds like the plague because of that reason. I don't you like the way look it looks. You want to look at the chia seeds wet or the blobs? The blobs. Oh, I have a picture of It doesn't really that. matter to me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I can see it now. Maybe I just wasn't thinking about chia seeds because I don't like to think about it. Chia seeds are gross. Yeah. Superfood my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I was born 23 days later. 23? 23 days later. I don't know what you're referring to. You can tell me later. Oh, no. I'm t- I'm talking about the date that it happened. August 7th, 1994. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was born four, four days later. <laughs> 23 days later. 23 days later. 23 days later? Oh, yeah, because it's the 7th. <laughs> Anyways, Star Jelly. So, in some cases, Star Jelly is known to be actually frog spawn, algae, or sodium poly- polyacrylate crystals. So these are all normal things that would occur Did in you the say wild. frog spawn? Yes. As in like baby frogs? Yes. As in an animal goes and eats the baby frogs, and then sometimes it gets spit out again. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Gross. But in other cases, um, there isn't an explanation on what the substance is. Um, one case is a slime that was found in the UK at the Hamwall Nature Reserve in 2013. The slime was sent for DNA testing at the Natural History Museum, but there was no conclusion that could be made on what it actually was. They just knew it was slime. Mm-hmm. let's kind of dig deeper into what this possibly could be not just like the weird star jelly thing because we don't even know what star jelly is and as far as we know star jelly has never been reported to have made people sick so i think we can rule it out so you made a guess earlier and also this connects to the first thing that i was talking about about like frogs and fish falling out of the sky So a lot of people think that it's possible that the goo, the blobs that were falling down, were jellyfish chunks that had gotten thrown into rain clouds because – how do I explain this? There was a bomb testing a little bit off the coast from uh, where Oakville is. They bombed the sea there. Potentially, there could have been jellyfish there, so jellyfish chunks could have been in the water. Those got evaporated up, mixed into the rain clouds, and then once it started to rain again, those chunks came down again. 
Are you going to search up jellyfish chunks now? No, I'm not going to search I'm looking at oh. the picture of this and I'm just like, but... It doesn't look like it to me either. So. It doesn't look like it. I mean, I don't know what a jellyfish chunk would look like. But it looks like each one has like an individual little center part. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a jellyfish, if you look at them, they don't... If they were chunks, they wouldn't have an individual... Like each chunk wouldn't have an individual center part. Yeah, it would just be... You might have some like it would just be dots clear. in it but it would be mostly translucent yeah um well the only reason that people really think about that it's that is that um there was a bombing run that was carried out by the air force it was by the 354th fighter squadron um a couple of days before the first rainfall but they never confirmed whether that was actually what happened. I don't think anybody ever tested to see if those chunks were actually jellyfish or not. I mean, it doesn't really seem like it was. Um, but yeah. I, I don't think it would still be... Okay. I thought about this for like a hot second. And then I it got brought back into my mind. I feel like it would be more plausible if it just happened the first time. The fact that it happened on six separate occasions during like, I think I said three weeks, two weeks. I don't know if jellyfish chunks can be in the air for that long. Like, I don't know if it gets spread out that, like it can get spread out that far for rain. I I would think that it would all get kind of like brought down in one rainfall, right? Well, or, you also have to think if was this a the place where they bombed? How many jellyfish were like honestly in there for it to be six separate occasions? You have the jellyfish chunks over three weeks. I mean, they only bombed it once as a thing. Yeah, so it's just what that saying. one time. Like, I don't think there were enough jellyfish there to create so many chunks for it to be on the amount of occasions that mm-hmm. it happened. I feel that. Also, maybe it's just because I don't know a lot about like the sea and sea life. Do jellyfish are jellyfish actually off the coast of Washington? Are there jellyfish off of every coast? I mean, every beach you go to, you find jellyfish. Let me let me Google it real quick. Okay. I guess a group of jellyfish is called a smack. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Where did this happen? Um, Oakville, Washington. Oakville? Mm-hmm. It says jo- jellyfish are common in Puget Sound, Washington. They are attracted to warmer waters and can be found offshores and inland bays. I mean, that makes sense. They, they what? arrive as early as May and stay until September. So they'd be at the very tail end of like their season there. Mm-hmm. It says they're more commonly found along the coast of California and Oregon. Mm, so they're kind of high up then. Interesting. Also, there's an Oakville, California. Ooh, actually, 
So, okay. I stand by what I'm saying, where it seems really weird that only Oakville would be hit with, like, the jellyfish. And the reason being is Oakville is kind of, like, in the middle of... um, Actually, let me start that sentence over. So Oakville is closer to the ocean than where Pudget is. Pudget is kind of like in this little, like, I guess, dip in Washington. Yeah, I'm looking at the Where, right like, a, a little bit of, like, the ocean goes into uh, uh, Washington State. Um, so... I'm just looking at it and I'm thinking, like, why didn't Pudget get hit with jellyfish? Why didn't any other towns get hit with jellyfish? If Oakville is, like, smack dab in the middle of, like, I guess this little extra little flipper of, of the state. But yeah, I guess that's just one theory. So, another theory is that the blobs were fluid waste from an airplane toilet. Gross. I know, it's really gross. Is there uh white blood cells in poop? <laughs> um, I mean it would make sense as to why, like, you know Or pee, I guess. It 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 would make sense as to like why there would be some present in it, I think. And you're Googling it. I am Googling okay. it. Okay. Well that's right. you know, it's on your search history now. I search a lot of things, so it's fine everything's fine human i'll put it this way oh no oh dear it can show up in stool if you have inflammatory diarrhea well there's your answer (laughs) and that could be the reason why it was in some samples and why it's not in others what if the jellyfish chunks combined with human waste in the air well this is coming specifically from a plane i think that's the only way that human waste can be up in the air but as i'm saying like a plane released it and let's say the the jellyfish chunks were up there at the same time so that's why they touched not all they're not clear so they fused together to form the oakville blobs you know i think if the human waste were to touch the jellyfish blobs it would knock it out of the air. And that's why they came down. Well, this was, no, the, the blobs came down with, like, rain, like, like rain. You know, I'm just trying to create a theory. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't think that's how human waste coming down works, though. Do do they honestly get rid of waste in the air? No, they're not supposed to. Um, I... <laughs> I didn't want to do a lot of research into this, but it is a crime to, like, release, um, I guess, any, like, fluid waste from an airplane mm-hmm. while you're in the air. So if it does happen, it's usually an accident or something malfunctions and it comes out. But it, it has happened before. And there are regulations and laws that prevent, like, people from doing that. And I'm pretty sure that if you do do it purposefully or are found to have done it. I think just point blank period, you do get fined for that. So a lot of people try not to. Cause it's, it's not, 
Okay, I've been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom recently. <laughs> um, if you don't know, there's a lot of things falling from the sky, including things that you accidentally push off of the sky. Oh my god! <laughs> so anytime that happens, I like I push an enemy off the sky or something. I always think that's gonna hit somebody. R.I.P. to them. Imagine just human waste coming down though that's from insane. the sky. Yeah, it's going to hit something or someone. And it's going to be really gross. I mean, that obviously can get you sick, too. Yeah. Um, But to kind of, like, tie up this little theory about what is a human waste or not, um, the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration pointed out that had the blobs been fluid waste from an airplane, that the blobs would have been blue instead of translucent. And that's because of the, um, the cleaners that they have on the toilets. So it for sure would have been blue, not clear. You just want to think about poop falling on people. That's disgusting. I know. No, Okay. I feel bad for like, imagine if someone was flying and releasing their waste out of the plane. Right. Mm -hmm. And then a poor like wildlife, like let's say a bear's walking in the woods (laughs) They do okay. it over the forest, mm-hmm. and it just lands on this bear. I feel sad for that bear. I mean, yeah, it's probably having a terrible day now, but it's also a bear, so. I'm not going to say that they probably have dirtier habits, but, I mean, it's a bear. They probably accidentally shit on themselves or stepped in shit. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Okay, maybe. Yeah. You've seen how horses just lay it all out on the trails and then just step over it. That is true. Yeah. That is true. I don't think a lot of animals care about, like, stepping in shit. I just feel bad for them. Okay. It's true. It could have gotten in the bear's eye. That's all we're saying. No, he has an eye infection. (laughs) I do, too, but, like, let's not talk about it. Can bears get pink eye? I don't know. Google it. (laughs) (laughs) That's an after this I'll Google it. After this search. So one of the last theories that I have is that, and I don't like this one. It just sounds stupid to me. One of the other theories is that the blobs never rained down. And instead they came up from the ground or from something on the ground. Which again, if um, the officer, Lacey, if he if he was driving, how did it get on his windshield? How did it get on everybody's windshields? How did it get on top of buildings? Like, it doesn't make any sense if it just came up from the ground. It teleported through the buildings. It went up, and then gravity reverses at 3 a.m., like, specifically on the dot within the first nanosecond, yeah. and then shoots things that are blob-like up. And yeah. around. And so that's how it gets blob, on everything else. It just goes through things. Yeah. And then remember, anything that goes up must come down. Yeah. So that's how it gets on the very top of like See. cars and other buildings. Makes sense. And your mom. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my no. mom out of this. Oh my god. I I spoke too soon. There's another theory. I was gonna say I'm surprised there's not a theory about the government. There is. It's this one. It's this one. So, this is the theory that uh, a couple of people think that the government was using the blobs as part of a t- of testing biological warfare weapons. 
That's what I was thinking at first when you said that the government or like that guy's McDowell um, research disappeared. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, I wonder if the government confiscated it because they're doing something with it. That's the only reason that I think that, you know, his accounts could be true. Where he's saying it suddenly disappeared one day and his boss told him, don't ask about it again. That's the only reason I think like, mm, okay, maybe. Maybe it's the government. Because the government wouldn't lie to us. Yes, they would. Absolutely, they would. But at the same time, I just want to think about like, okay, this is in Washington. It is a small town that like is experiencing this. And that's why it would only be concentrated on like their one town. But they obviously had enough pull to like make this an actual story. So why would the government fuck around with that? Why not pick an even more inconspicuous small town? Well, you could think of the that the government wants a small enough town where it'll seem crazy if the small town like makes it a big story. Because some people might brush it off and be like, oh, that's just a small town being a small town. Like making a story. You know how some small towns have their legends or like mm-hmm. their history of like supposedly or allegedly someone did something or allegedly this happened but you don't want it so small that you can't experiment on enough people okay true okay i can see where you might want a bigger sample size yeah but i still think that there's some credibility to like a whole town saying hey a lot of us are getting sick and we all saw this weird globby thing blob like coming down from the sky And there's no actual, like, scientific backing on what this is. And no one's been able to give us answers on why it suddenly happened for, again, like, two, three weeks or anything like that. It It just makes it more suspicious. The risk versus the reward. Because even if the people, like, make it a big mystery, like, Mm -hmm. because people know about it, all that stuff. But they have that large sample group where they're experimenting on all these residents, seeing how many people got sick. Like, all that stuff. And even if it gets out, they, like, can confiscate the research materials and everything. Yeah, like they did to the scientists. Yeah, so they could actually also have him start the work and then confiscate his work and continue in secret. Mm -hmm. The government can silence people. It's really true. But, again, like, if it's something that's just on the Internet, on news outlets, and it keeps getting spread around, is that really keeping it under wraps? Yeah, but at this point, it's still a mystery. Like, no one has said, like, definitively, this is what it is. True, but it's still putting some distrust in the government. I mean, saying, like, hey, we don't know what the heck is up, but it seems like the government's being shady. And potentially, they could be testing on us. I don't think the government's looking for us to trust them that much anymore. Oh, they never do. Yeah. I don't know. They were trying really hard with the alien stuff. Well, that, okay, honestly, honestly, honestly. Honestly. That was just, I think that was just a distraction from something else. Because everyone that already knew about, knows about aliens and stuff like that. It's like, they're just okay, like, cool, okay, we've been knowing. <laughs> it's just another day for me. Mm-hmm. But then the people that weren't as much into it are all of a sudden like, hey, look, because even celebrities, the fact that celebrities were tweeting about it, something was going on. They were trying to distract from something because then people were talking about like, oh, Snooki tweeted about it, blah, blah, blah. It was a distraction. But anyways, I digress. 
All right. On this on the subject of aliens and celebrities, they live in a completely different world from us. So they're not as bogged down by like the everyday like bad things happening in the world or bad things happening in our lives. They have money to throw at things to make their lives better. Yeah. So they have time to like be distracted by aliens. But they also have time or they have they can be distracted by like being paid off by I don't know. I it's think all, it all comes down to money for them. Yeah, <laughs> I think the government could for sure pay a celebrity to mm-hmm. say whatever they want. Or even, like, tell their manager and their manager can say, oh, just promote this. Because mm-hmm. some celebrities just promote and not even, like, really think about it. What a life that would be. Wow. I know. If only I didn't have anxiety about everything. <laughs> you Same. do. <laughs> Same. I saw that nod. <laughs> Um, ooh, on one last note, that whole theory that they were being tested on just reminded me of The Hills Have Eyes. Have you seen that movie? I have. It's a good movie. It's a, it's a really good movie. The first, there's only two, right? Yes. Okay. Because their whole spiel was that mutant uh, inbred family that lived in a really secluded New Mexico town. Is yeah. it a New Mexico town? I think it's New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico town gets bombed. They all mutate, and then suddenly they're you know doing bad things to people. But well, and then they're also they're just inbred. I mean, I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they're super secluded from like the rest of town. I think it was like sixty or fifty miles or something more yeah. than that um, to the nearest gas station, which is the guy that always drove people to them so that they could get eaten and stuff. Um. I, w- I would expect that scenario more than what we're seeing with Oakville. I think, like, again, way out of the way. Definitely harder for people from that town to reach out and say, like, hey, I need help. Especially now that we're, you know, in the very digital age where it was only the 90s, but, like, you still had phones. It was still easy to contact people. But the internet was on the rise. That way, the government can probably make it so a small town like that. Or, like, even a, a little bit of a bigger town. I don't know. I feel like they can, like, quarantine a town, a smaller town, under, like, whatever reason. Probably back in the day, not nowadays. I think Definitely not harder. nowadays. But I don't know. I think the sample size is why, if they were testing a weapon, mm-hmm. they chose the town they chose. Ooh, is there a government base there? What? Is there a government base near Oakville? I'm not too sure, but I am seeing at least under an hour away, there's a good amount of like other towns and cities by them. So it's not like they're super out of the way. Oh, no. The nearest military base is so far away. (laughs) (laughs) How far? Well, actually, no. If they would have created the clouds over here and then had had, um, the clouds come come down Hold on. in that like little pocket by Puget or Pudget no no no, no. or Near actually Olympia. in the ocean Olympia is more up north that's where the nearest um marine base is it's there oh it's 34 minutes that's not too far actually yeah it's not that yeah. far see so they could have make the clouds appear and then had the clouds come down that way all right Gonna have to investigate on our own. I mean, we actually can't. Um, 
I mean, my closing thoughts are basically the government's shady. They probably had something to do with it, but it probably isn't whatever all the residents are guessing. I don't think that they were actually trying to test like any biological warfare things on them. Most likely it was something somewhat related to that, but not exactly that. Obviously they needed some weird blobby thing that seemed innocuous that couldn't really be traced back to like any actual bad thing. And it just happened to land on this town. That's where I'm at on that. But we can't investigate because apparently all of those samples are now gone and they haven't reappeared. So I think it might have been a test for weather control. How so? Because you know how they they can like ch- supposedly allegedly um, <laughs> okay. they can control the weather somewhat because they can create clouds. Because mm-hmm. you've seen how the jets fly by and they create the clouds. Have you ever seen like multiple flying like create a cloud? Basically, I don't go outside very much. So <laughs> sure, let's pretend yes. But yeah, so people have allegedly seen that. Okay, potentially. And so I think maybe it was them trying to control the weather or create a certain weather pattern or like test to see if they could create a certain type of rain. And then the human waste from the jets accidentally leaked out (laughs) and got into the clouds. I'm kidding. Unless. I mean, you never know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could have been a weather experiment. Okay. I totally get where you're coming from with that. But again, the blobs are the thing that just kind of get me. It's just like, what the hell was it then? Well, and they no, were just testing to like change the weather and that's it. They were, they might've been trying to create like, maybe they were trying to create a specific type of rain cloud or a specific type of whatever. And something in what they made formed the blobs that rained down. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't see it happening that way. Mm-hmm. Definitely can see them like just trying to change the weather. But just the blob being a factor in it, I don't think that they purposefully did it or accidentally did it. Because we haven't seen anything like that in other places. The only other thing that other things that we've seen are things that are star jelly or mm-hmm. star jelly like. And those haven't been reported as being dangerous or like making people fall ill or anything. So I'm like, hmm. weird. But then there's also the thought that Maybe this the blobs that rained down in Oakville didn't cause everybody it didn't cause everybody in Oakville to fall ill, and it was just some weird infection that ran its course through. Well, okay, if you combined them trying to create a specific weather mm-hmm. and them trying to create a specific weapon, what if they're trying to make a biological weapon to distribute or like to? I guess distribute or execute it through the clouds that it could be carried in the cloud Mm -hmm. and rain over an enemy and cause the people to get sick or like the military personnel to get sick or stuff like that. So the blocks could have been on purpose. It could have been on purpose. Yeah. But again, it happened on six different occasions. So it wasn't just like but they could have experienced the they plane could have- flew over those clouds just once and then it happened once and that's it. 
Mm-hmm. It's or I'm sorry, it's a jet. <laughs> the jet went out to the ocean, bombed something off the coast. A couple days later, it rains, and then oh well, I don't you, think the bomb you get you get the you get the whole blobs and everything. Yeah. And it happens six separate times. So, again, that's why I'm saying, like, that's why I was saying, like, I don't think that the clouds would be carrying all that blob no, 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 and I then raining think, down over time. I don't think the bomb that they mm-hmm. put in the ocean has anything to do with it. I think maybe they're not necessarily their jets or, like, they could have had aircraft flying over the town. But that's the thing. They didn't. There wasn't any reports of any other aircrafts flying over the town. It was just that one that bombed off the coast mm-hmm. and that was basically it. Mm-hmm. Just, like. So it had to have come from just like uh, water being evaporated up or something being like strewn throughout the town. Mm -hmm. What if there was just a man who was like walking through the entirety of the town, just throwing blob everywhere? No one's ever explored that option. (laughs) I was going to say that police officer was literally raining down on his car. The the guy could have been on a building throwing it down. That's That's again, it could have been that. But anyways, that's kind of what all I have for you. There's no actual explanation on why it happened. There's just a lot of theories on what it could be. Um, don't trust your government. If you don't hear this episode ever, um, well, you're not going to hear the episode. And if you do, then, it, then the government might not be involved. No, if you hear it and then it's taken down, no. <laughs> then it was the government. Or we accidentally deleted the post. Oh, my God. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening. And you can catch us on our social medias. We have a, it's not, oh wait, we don't, do we use Twitter still? Um, X, Twitter I haven't X. opened the app in like weeks, so no, we're, we don't use Twitter. Okay. We have a YouTube channel, Ofric Podcast, and an Instagram, Ofric Podcast as well. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That, that's it. We'll think about being on another Twitter-esque platform, too. I was going to say, we're working on... Well, there's threads, but we're working on our socials. Yeah. They're Um, there. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.